welcome to the I'm Such a Pisces podcast. We're two friends taking an explorative journey into all things astrology and a little woo. I'm Christine. I'm a creative, intuitive counselor and coach and astrology enthusiast. We Pisces like to wear all the hats. You can find me on IG at the Dreamy Piscean. And I'm Shelby. I am a licensed social worker, a big feelings person, and a light skeptic. Uh, here to learn all the astrological things. You can find me on Twitter at Shelby Tweeting and being a Cancer Rising on Instagram at Shelby Cooking Things. Welcome to our show. Hey, hey, y'all. Welcome back to the I'm Such a Pisces podcast. I'm Shelby. And I'm Christine. <laughs> Christine, how's your week going? I think I already know, but how's how's the week going? You know, it just it was a long exhale. That's what I just gave. It was a long. <laughs> She's been waiting to exhale. Ex- listen, waiting <laughs> to exhale. That is what I'm waiting for. I said to someone today, I said, like, I just need some relief. You know, it's like, you know, the pressure valve. You just need to let, just let a little out. Like, you know, just, just a little out like this, you know, content's under pressure. But, you know, we, we gonna get there. Mm -hmm. It was, uh, so we're, we're recording. It's Friday. Um, Yesterday was the the full moon in Leo. And I was uh, listening to Jessica Lignato earlier this week saying, you know, it's all, it's all about release. It's all oh, releasing. look, look at that. See, so look, like, oh. just alignment on the energy. But yeah. You know? Yeah. Release <laughs> is needed. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. well, hmm, maybe I should have gone through with my shenanigans <laughs> yesterday. No. For the... <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> That's not it. Do you ever get those TikToks or like those uh, oh. those reels where someone says like, this is your sign to text him or this is what, and then someone stitches it and they're like, not you, not you. Not you. This no. one is not about no. you. Don't not do you. it. Don't do it's that. Not for you. Nope. <laughs> there was one the other day that said like, you know, I don't know what you're doing right now, but I bet that you could be a little meaner. You could be a little meaner. And then someone popped in and was like, not you. It's not for you. Well, I was like, oh, I was kind of, I was like really. You got excited. You're like, oh. Yeah, I was like, you I know can. What? I could be meaner. And mm. then it was like, not you. I was like, not oh, you. Okay. Not you, Shelby. Maybe, maybe. All right. I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can just tap into my darkness today? Okay. Okay. I'm excited thank you. about that. <laughs> um, speaking of which, mm. you, you know, I, I know it's a little soon, but that seems like such a good segue into what what the co-star is giving this week yes is it giving darkness <laughs> is it giving darkness it's feel i don't know about you we had all that snow and the rain and blah 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 and now it's like kind of warm out but it's still been cloudy and like misty yeah and foggy. like it's been sort of a dark it's, it's been a dark time I'm it has I it's am. only the end of January. I'm so ready. I'm like, where is the sun? Like, anytime we have, like, more than, like, two or three days mm-hmm. in a row that we don't really have sun, I just feel like, I'm like, oh, darkness has descended upon us. <laughs> and, like, smile. you know, like, I just, you know, I'm <laughs> yeah. like, am I depressed? I'm like, you know, like, it just... Yeah. It doesn't take very long for me for that, you know, that seasonal depression. Like, 
Ugh. kicks in so fast. It kicks in so fast. Yeah. Ugh. So I will Ugh. say, when I took a walk today, I, you know, told Shelby earlier, I took a walk downtown. Um, I had a purpose in my walk, but it was <laughs> nice to, like, mm-hmm. be out, have fresh air. I think a lot of people, when we came back after being out of work and whatnot last mm-hmm. week um, from the snowstorm, um, people were, you know, a lot of people had, like, cabin fever. People were saying mm-hmm. they felt a little more depressed or, like, yes, you know. Totally. So I think it's been good to get back into a routine. And it has been unseasonably warm. Mm, okay. I'm hoping some of that energy comes up to here because it's it's been in the 40s here which is better than it was all the snow okay. melted finally but like yes. it's still it's still cold it's still dreary it's not it's not pleasant <laughs> yeah i mean well the last few days we've had rain but like today was the first day we didn't have rain we had clouds but okay. this this week it's been like mid to upper 50s and then today it was 60 Ooh, so i you know i was morning. like yeah right, okay like <laughs> You know, I can never get too excited about having a warm day in January, but... Oh, it's so nice, but also the existential crisis that follows is like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know about this. Like, yeah. why are we getting this warm weather after having, yeah. you know, it was 25 last week or 9 degrees, like, you know, like, and now it's Something 60. seems amiss. I don't like it. It's very amiss. Very amiss. Okay, I was looking for co-star. I'm like, what am I doing? Looking for oh, co-star. Yes. Okay, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. ready. Go for it, girl. Um, all right. So, <laughs> co-star today says, this is not a surprise. Okay. And you know what? I think it's... <laughs> it, it always is like, oh, man, I feel so sad. It's so gross outside. Blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, this is not a surprise for you. Like, this is, it's like this every year. Like, it's literally winter. Yes. <laughs> like, f- figure shit out. Like, you know it's coming. Why don't you do a better job of preparing for it? It's not a surprise. We lament it every time. It's like, I, and I say this to myself, like, I know it's, I know this is, it's a part of the cycle, but I'm like, why do we have to do this part? Why? Why? This is the worst part. Uh, anyway, um, let's see. My dues today. Oh, okay. A lot of things. I still have opportunities for some of these things. Mm. Uh, dues include sour candy. Okay. Love a sour candy. Yes. Sour candy. Sticky notes. Okay. Okay. And mornings. Oh, I actually did. Well, I did do a morning this morning. Did you do I a morning? Really. I got yeah. I I went and got a wax at like nine. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> so. I, Start the day off right. All right. Um, Feeling energized. Rip it on out. Nothing like getting your skin ripped off at 9.30 a.m. Yeah. I did that, and then I got a little coffee, and I did my taxes today. Okay, IRS. Shelby was responsible today. I'm like, you were adulting. In the morning, I was responsible, and then after that, I just kind of was just like in a pile like a, 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 I, was, I don't know i was just like laid up on the couch most of the day after okay, that laid but i did up. get some things done come on laid up yeah i did my podcast homework hey <laughs> you know we love it something. we love to see it. <laughs> anyway oh i guess i gotta give you my don'ts huh yeah my don'ts today include hidden agendas okay. cool hidden agenda in agendas Stolen glances and hate following. 
Oh. Mm. Which is good. I think I've mostly I've mostly stayed off of social media today. Like I've done a, a few things here and there, but I haven't haven't found myself in a doom scroll or anything today. So we're not hate following. Okay, very um, good. Stolen glances. That sounds so scandalous. Stolen glances across the room. Ooh, ooh, but none ooh, of that for ooh, me. No ooh. scandal today. No scandals. Okay. Or, no scandals. Yes. No um, and then yeah no hidden agendas so pretty pretty straightforward this week just be very open very mm-hmm. honest okay yeah I got it. We, we can work on that transparency on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes <laughs> what do you have today friend okay so today co-star says your mind is a rare book that deserves preservation ah what a beautiful compliment Okay. I would I would agree. You want to take my brain <laughs> okay. and put it in a jar? Uh, well, I think you still need it right now. Can you wait just a little longer? <laughs> you know, just a little just while. A, just a little while, unless we're doing like some Futurama years. type shit. Did you ever watch hey. Futurama? Um, so it's kind of. Okay, it, they <laughs> yes. just have a bunch of people who are just floating heads in a jar. Yes. And, like, that, that's who, like, rules the country. Yes. Now, I am familiar. Yes. I, you know, okay. it was kind of, yeah, it was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I don't know. I don't know. I weirdly, like, put that on when I'm, like, trying to do other stuff. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. it's one of those shows that just plays in the background, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's happening on this show, but I love it. It's like, I've, <laughs> it's, it's been on in rooms mm-hmm. that I've been in. <laughs> you know, that's enough. On several, enough. several occasions. But I can't say that I was a watcher of the show. So it's like, okay. yes, yes or no? Okay. Uh, no, no. We'll take that. <laughs> We will take that. It's been on in rooms. Um, My dues. (laughs) I'm sorry. Oh, boy. I'm so scared. It's it's not even funny. It's just it triggered a memory that just made me laugh. Um, So it says tea leaves. So Mm -hmm. the reason why this made me laugh, I don't know. Like, I was was at the gas station earlier, and I was going to pay. And I was pulling my, like, my little wallet out of my purse and something fell out of my purse and it was like this little like packet fell on the ground and it <laughs> it was a it was a tea um a tea bag uh-huh. <laughs> but on first glance I was like what the fuck is that you know I'm like oh god what like I picked it up. oh god you never know what's about to fall out I, and you're like yeah. oh oh god you're Did like it's a tea bag it's that? a tea bag okay it's just I'm like there's just nothing in my okay I'm like girl <laughs> You know, sometimes you just never know. Sometimes you're I not have, living right. <laughs> I carry, and I don't know why, I carry a fentanyl test strip in my wallet mm-hmm. just in case I ever want to do some strange drugs. I want to do it responsibly. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's like, yes, I will do this bathroom uh, whatever drug. Well, I'm going to test it uh, first. I need to make sure that Hello? it's not going to kill me first. You know, you can never be too safe. But every once in a while I go to do something and it, I like it just falls out. And I'm like, fuck. Like, <laughs> I look like I literally have not been in a situation for that to happen in so long. Really, I got them over the summer when I was having a wild time. Hey. Um, and I'm not really on that anymore. But I do just like to just... Just in case. Or if I need to give it to somebody else. Yeah, absolutely. You, know, you got to be safe like, out here, you know. Sa- save a life. But save. yeah, I, relatable mm. content. Yes, sure. <laughs> come on. Because 
I'm like, what is this? Oh, God. Like, it's just, I don't know. You just have this, oh, like, God. moment. And then, you know, and now I will say <laughs> I might have smoked a little while before that. So maybe part of that was my own paranoia yes. about the situation. And then I run into <laughs> someone I was not expecting to. It was a whole thing. So I'm like, you know, like, kind of like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> Just let me go. This let man go. just asked for my Instagram. I'm like, oh no. Oh now he follows me. Like, oh Maybe no. Maybe he's listening to the podcast right now. He might like... be listening to the podcast now. Hey. <laughs> Hi. Like, just, uh, you know. Just letting you know what you were in for at the gas station that day. Things you know. were just awry. Um, so, <laughs> tea leaves. Um, <laughs> wishes. Wishes. And tumbleweed. Tumbleweed, not the regular weeds. Like tumble, <laughs> uh, you know where it's uh, there's plenty of tumbleweeds happening, you know. Oh no, over here. So <laughs> womp, womp. I am doing the do's, I guess. Um, doing the do's. Okay. <laughs> far as it's a dry spell, it's dry. Well, well, let me not well. say that. It's not dry, <laughs> but it's not. Never. There's no action happening (laughs) um don't grasping at straws Mm. Mm -hmm. okay keyboard smash Mm -hmm. okay be careful and (laughs) pocket lint clean up those pockets you know that makes me think about that or is the orbit commercial she's like you lint liquor lint liquor Who doesn't love the good old Orbit commercial? Everybody's favorite. But yeah, that's, you know, that's what it's given. That's what it's given. Thank you, CoStar. CoStar always. Oh, wait. Okay, wait. I do have something from the other day, though. I have a real deep or a fake deep from CoStar. I say, I say this. So here, here's, here's our poll for the week. (laughs) Okay, real deep or fake deep? You tell us. We finally got a poll. Okay. It says, facts and truth often have little to do with each other. Facts and truth often have little to do with each other. Real deep or fake deep? Part of me, okay, so my instinct is like, that's fake deep. Because mm-hmm. what, what the fuck does that mean? Right. Facts and truth are not the same. So I think that means if you have an emotional truth, it might not line up with the facts. Because mm. like, right, because what is, because some people would say facts and truth would be the same. Right. And so. <laughs> true. True. So. You know, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> is All that right, a we'll subjective ask. object? You know, is that was is subjective the word? Um, <laughs> yeah, hmm. let, audience poll. Truth or facts, or truth and facts. Facts and truth often have little to do with each other. Okay, I'm writing that down so I can put it in the poll later. <laughs> yeah, right, because you know, sis over here. <laughs> okay well um i'm gonna ponder on that for a little bit mm-hmm. and uh Let's while we're ponder. pondering yeah everybody take take a take a few minutes to ponder and uh we'll take a quick break 
and then we'll come back with some relatable content. All right, all right, all right. All right, we are back, and, you know, we're just kicking it, y'all. We're shooting the shit, and so we don't have really a format this week. There's no real relatable content or meets. We're just here vibing. We're just here. It's been a weird week. We schedule some of these in, and 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 we have a, another barking dog. <laughs> but it's just I feel like we sometimes really when I say we I mean Christine needs a break from creating content because <laughs> uh, you know you know yeah yes just you know a, a week of like all right we're just coming we're just gonna come together talk about whatever's on our minds. You know, we were having a conversation earlier about um, creatives. I think, oh, well, I relayed the news to Shelby um, that our uh, show Rap Shit has been canceled. Oh, my God. I'm devastated. Yes. I'm so sad. It was very sad. Sad news. We love an Issa Rae production. This is what it was. See, I was like, this will trigger. It'll trigger whatever it was I was going to say. One of the things I told you, you know, there's conversation about like it not being promoted and different reasons why it might have been canceled. But the other thing that came of all of the dialogue and just discourse about this show was that it's very clear that people do not know who Gen Z is. (laughs) (laughs) Because people, you know, there's the discussion of whether this show is for Gen Z. And I'm like, well... No, I don't think so. Like, but people think that the younger set of millennials are Gen Z. That seems to be like a a thing that I'm seeing. Like people are talking about people in their like late 20s and like mid, like mid to late 20s. And they're like, no, those people are still millennials. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like people very much so. We just literally have like old millennials. We have like young millennials, <laughs> but well, like even Gen Z is now a pretty wide range as well. Like, yeah, it just I don't know. I think I I understand that there are generational divides between people, and it's worth looking at. But like at the same time, it's don't don't just lump all these people into one. Like I don't know. Yeah, it's, I struggle with that. But it yeah, was... it's like they're they're not catching. It's not. They're not catching Gen Z, maybe. Yeah, like they were. That the thought was that they were trying to capture Gen Z, mm-hmm. but that you know, I mean, the people that were sharing that they enjoyed the show tended to be towards the upper end of the millennial range and into Gen X, which ah. you know, often forgotten about. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so people kind of in their mid forties. You know, to like late, what mid to mid fifties ish, somewhere in there. Yeah, Gen X is like a short one. It's like a, it's a shorter set. Yeah, it's. I think of the eight, like the eighties, late seventies, eighties, early eighties, especially. Mm Hmm. Interesting. I'm not. I'm sure. I know that there probably is a very specific delineation of years, but uh, yeah. I was like, I think every time we talk about this, we have to look it up because it's like yeah. <laughs> it's 
like gen, gen like millennials are like a wider range than people tend to think mm-hmm. and then yes. like because I'm like the way I think of Gen Z now is literally of like my high school students like some of the Gen Z mm-hmm. is like maybe early 20s but yeah. like early 20s at the most Yes, um, at the oldest. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think they're older than, like, 26. Like, their brains are just now done cooking. <laughs> yeah, and I think maybe not even. I'm thinking, like, mm-hmm. man, I don't, well, maybe right in there. Yeah, it's it's right in that space. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I'm like, uh, yeah, people, I don't know who they're thinking Gen Z is. Oh, um, okay, yes. It's right now Gen Z between born between 1997 and 2012, so 11 to 16 today. Or sorry, 11 to 26. I don't know why I said 16. Okay, I was like 16, <laughs> 11 to 16. That's a real 11 short. 11 to 26. Okay, so, okay, yeah, that okay. Would be your All right. High school students, late, uh, or rather middle school, even Mid- still. Uh huh. Yep. And then Gen Alpha is is the next. The younger generation. set. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. And so, yeah, it's like, I don't think that the show is aimed at that age set at all. Um, It doesn't feel that way. No, because it's like anybody who, also we were discussing, that show is based on the City Girls, which apparently a lot of people do not know. Right. That was another surprising thing that people were like it seems like that's what they're trying to do and it's like that's that's exactly that's exactly what's happening that the yeah. show is about <laughs> the city girls and, okay so the city girls got kind of popularized what four years ago five years ago somewhere ish. in there you know you know you you yeah, my, my rap girl like <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. uh so i would i would say i mean i I'd have to look at some years to see, like, when their first mixtape... I I think I became aware of them, like, four to five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that would put, like, at the oldest, Gen Z would have been 21 when the City Girls came out. I feel like... But it was mostly, like, people who were already in clubs at that point. So that yeah. is very much... It's, it's aimed towards millennials to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that's... Yeah. I mean, I think that's who Issa Rae tends to create for in general, I think mm-hmm. people are just, I don't know, I think, and this is where we got to this other part of the discussion of, like, I think people can't let go of Insecure. Um, mm-hmm. yes. And, like, it's just, it was so meaningful to so many people. And, again, uh, I love Insecure. I go back and I, you know, have me a mm-hmm. binge. I'm like, mm, it might, I might be feeling one coming on right now. Um, you know, it's, such just, a good show. it's, it's great. You know, I feel yes. very connected to the show. It's, it's wonderful, but like everything can't be that like, yes. you have to let those things live and let people make different things and like yes. <laughs> everything a, won't be it. Yeah. Insecure. Mm-hmm. Come on, have some range. Um, just for the record, I just looked it up just to see, but Issa Rae is now 39 years old, so she was yes. born in 1985, which I think would still make her, like, like a millennial at this yep, point. Yep, that's me. Yeah. Yes, okay, yeah, <laughs> same, 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 same. We'll be 39 here shortly. Uh, mm-hmm. Just a, okay. a little bit further to the big... <laughs> The big four zero. Hey, it's better than the alternative. 
Oh That's yeah, well, yes. No, I'm not. No, <laughs> I'm not gonna say well. No, <laughs> very yeah, true. Well, very true. Uh, <laughs> yes. Some days I don't know. Like, oh, you know, like what? What? Well, what else is out there? Like I don't right. know. Is it better? Like, is it? It is. Like, it well, is. That's what we're telling ourselves. Um, <laughs> we have not completed the mission, so that is where we are. We have That's not right. completed the mission. So. That's right. Uh, we will remain here <laughs> until the mission is complete. Which apparently is long into the future if my astrology is astrologin. Okay. If it's astrologin, you know? <laughs> we shall see. Um, yes. But yeah, all that to say, I'm really sad that Rapture just canceled. Yeah. Ooh, HBO. Hate that. Yeah. I'm like, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, I mean, I guess we were of the <laughs> the few that understood the concept from the beginning. I guess so. Maybe it's yeah, because we know. listened to the read and, you know, Kid Fury was working or it does work on, did work on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I don't know. We just already knew what it was yeah yeah exactly so like yeah we had some some insider information i would say Mm-hmm. i just and maybe that's part of the issue in general was that it wasn't marketed well and then people right. didn't know maybe right. even what the show was supposed to be about <laughs> like, yeah you know this um, seems like it's about the city girls you're exactly right <laughs> They're they're credited in the writing though. That's the they're in the oh, credits. Yeah. Are they executive producers? I think so. It's something. It's yeah. I can't. I didn't want to call it because I couldn't remember what exactly they were credited. But yeah, like but they're they credited. credited. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, this is odd that people. Okay, interesting. Yeah, it's exactly. It's exactly who it's about. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, now that we know that that so sadly canceled um what yeah. what else have you been watching this week did you watch salt burn i did not yet and i was like <laughs> man okay this weekend i think i might be able to get to watch it we're gonna see okay i did watch okay. the trailer for it though i did go on amazon prime and i watched the trailer and okay. i will say that i very much got cruel intentions vibes i was okay. like i was right on it okay. yes you were <laughs> And again, I have not seen Cool Intentions, but just based on the aesthetics that I was seeing about it, yeah, I think you were spot on with that. It was just like I, a vibe, and you were describing. It, and I was like, "It's giving Cruel Intentions. It's just like were, giving like." She knows. She knows. Okay. She's, yeah. <laughs> so give me a reference. My old millennial ass can understand. <laughs> like you know. There you go. There you go. Uh, yeah well okay so it was incredibly good um i i'm very curious my my parents were talking about it this weekend because they watched saturday night live okay uh, this, this past weekend and uh the the actor jacob Elrody, who was in it was on was hosting saturday night live and they were like yeah i think we should watch it and i was like have fun with that i will not be watching it with you like it's it's that oh kind of yeah it's like, like uncomfortable oh, no i cannot sit in the room with my parents while I watch this. (laughs) Yeah, no, thank you. That's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming from the child who, like, I don't know, was it, like, a normal thing when you were growing up to, like, when there were, like, sex scenes on TV or whatever, like, Mm -hmm. things are getting steamy scenes, and I was just like, oh, I'm gonna go get a snack from the 
just gonna get up. <laughs> I don't know. No. Was that like no? Did anyone I, else feel I uncomfortable? So. <laughs> I was just like, let me get up. I gotta go. It was very uncomfortable, but I think sometimes we would all just like, and maybe this says more about me as a person. I think I would just like sit there and like sit really still and just act like it wasn't happening. Like, <laughs> like uh, everyone would just like. <laughs> not make eye contact and stare forward and just like don't make any sudden movements that and is also a thing that happened <laughs> yeah i feel like that was more of my reaction uh at least that i remember and honestly i don't remember that often usually what would happen when we would go to the i'm gonna age myself you know, go to the, the blockbuster we had like a local rental place that we would get uh places from shout out to or get videos from shout out to sro that was such a wonderful place yeah big part of my childhood um they they would rent their own movie and then i would rent a movie and then be like all right go in your room and watch your movie and i'd be like yeah, yeah. <laughs> only child having a movie night by myself we are watching uh napoleon oh. for the third time or we're watching what else was i obsessed with uh, the little princess i was obsessed with the little princess oh um anyway yeah i'm just i'm i don't know they'd be like here's your movie here's our movie everyone's yes. while i'd walk in to get a snack and i'd be like i'd catch like a weird scene i remember one time they watched um sorry i'm just on a full rant now but i guess that's cool because we're that's what we're doing here <laughs> that's what we're here for i remember watching walking in when they what was the movie what's the movie oh eyes wide shut Oh, <laughs> have you seen Eyes Wide Shut? You know, I, I don't think I've seen it, but I remember the previews and all the talk about it, and so I know it's mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah, yeah, one of those it's... sexy kind of weird. Ex- exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I remember like walking into the room, and there was like it was actually not a sex scene, but like a a really violent scene, and I just remember being like, oh, I'm not supposed to see this. Like I'm just, here for the pop- <laughs> I'm just getting popcorn and going back to my room, like. <laughs> There were always those movies that were like, you know, that you weren't supposed to see, but, and then you're like trying to like, and your parents are watching, you're like, oh, (laughs) trying to see little parts like, Mm. oh, and I, you know, you report back to school (laughs) (laughs) on Monday. I I saw this. I feel like my parents were pretty like, they, they weren't super strict. Like if it was a movie worth watching, they would let me watch. Like I was watching PG-13 movies for sure. Like, pretty early on. Yeah. With them. Um, and they didn't really give too many fucks about that, which I appreciated. But then occasionally there would be, yeah, some shit where they'd be like, we're, we're going we're gonna to watch this one without you. Like, I don't, I don't think mm-hmm. it's for you. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Yes. Um, that also, okay, sorry, this is really random. And part of the reason that I was reminded of my, um, my experience watching Eyes Wide Shut is because... Uh, I just listened to an audiobook that referenced it briefly. Do oh. you, are you familiar with Esther Perel? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think therapy world, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I bought her book, bought the audiobook version of her book forever ago, mating in captivity. Uh huh. And I'm just like, I, <laughs> I read it. Or I listened to it rather. And first of all, she narrates it and she's just got this like, beautiful accent if you don't know like yes (laughs) she's just so all over the place but um she mentioned she referenced a scene in that movie in the book 
but uh, now we're in book recommendation corner. It was so good. I feel like I should have listened to it while I was still married. I don't know that it would have changed the outcome of anything for me, but I definitely should have listened to it a long time ago. <laughs> um, but it's just like good information to have. It's just like kind of a a case study and like her take on like you know long term partnerships and sex and mm-hmm. uh just i love the way that she talks about intimacy and like you know i don't know it's just all it's very like i think she, sorry now i'm on a full full tangent but <laughs> if you're interested in it at all even if you're not in a long term relationship i think it's really interesting cuz she just like destigmatizes a lot of like kink and you know mm, things like mm-hmm. that like um and then she talks a lot about like bringing in the, the allure of the third and like whether or not that's sustainable in a relationship and i just it was just a really good book so that's okay. my little book recommendation come on book Rex. yes i've been trying to I'm, read more <laughs> i hear you i'm like mm, yeah and that's... mostly it's audiobooks but i it, anything's better than nothing <laughs> right like i'm like yeah we gotta get back on the audiobooks i have things that are like in the library i just forget sometimes i'm like oh yeah i should go back and listen to that because i have like yeah a library of audiobooks even that just haven't haven't gotten around to yet so yeah yeah that i think this was on my one list. i actually had gotten a long time ago and just like Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I still have this. I should listen to this. Yes. Like, I need to revisit. There's there's one book that I had listened to, but I really want to revisit it again anyway. Just, mm-hmm. I just feel like maybe that'd be a good, like, yeah. Let it wash back over you mm-hmm. again. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's a few that I, like, come back to periodically just to, to check in, like, good kind of self-help specifically mm-hmm. kind of books mm-hmm. i've also been really into <laughs> smut <laughs> lately oh. <laughs> not oh. like full smut but like i've just um it, a bunch of people were reading um iron flame and um for, fourth wing or do you know about fourth wing i don't it's it sounds like so nerdy when you talk about it because this is not my usual genre. No offense to anybody whose usual genre this is, but it's really good, I thought. It's, and it's fun. It's fantasy. Uh-huh. It's sort of almost like Hunger Games style. Uh-huh. Like we're in this kind of magical world building, whatever. There's mm-hmm. dragons, there's blah, blah, blah. But then also there's smut. And I'm like, oh, okay. If there's gonna if there's some if there's some sex I can like I can handle it like I can, <laughs> I can get down with the nerd and yes shit <laughs> okay now are, are we talking like erotica or are you talking like it's something separate no 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 I'm talking about like there there is a whole book that's it's a book it's like a you know yes but also there's there's graphic sex scenes <laughs> like yeah. Okay, okay. I just was so, like, yes. you know, I didn't know if it was like a different genre than like erotica, like in literature. Okay, when Would you, you s- say erotica, what do you mean? I feel like erotica, I mean, they, yeah, they, I mean, it's like some graphic sex. Okay, okay. <laughs> like okay. graphic, yeah, like, or novels that really feature like sex. Yes, okay, in, yes. Yeah. 
I don't know why I just started referring to it as smut. Because <laughs> that's what, like, that's what a lot of people call it, I think. But yeah. erotica sounds so much sexier. I'm just like, nah, the, I'm just that's, listening to That's smut. its like, literary <laughs> term, yeah. you know? Okay, <laughs> okay cool. Um, yeah, that's like, that, and that's new for me. That's not really something I, I know you have dabbled in it. Yes, before. yes. I used to do um, some writing myself. Yes. <laughs> But I'm, yeah, I don't know. It's it's new for me, and I'm I'm into it. I'm just like, oh, this is why everybody's so good at reading. Like, yeah, oh yeah, because listen, like, so I think I think I told you a little bit about this, but when I was in college, I had a friend um, that my parents had hooked me up with. Funny enough, um, mm-hmm. and she would kind of take me around and just kind of show me Memphis or whatever. We do little stuff together, go to the mall, whatever. So we went to this uh, mall and we went to this bookstore and she's like, oh, I have to show you like the books that I, you know, that I really like, like. And so Mm -hmm. she started showing me these Zane books and Zane is an author that writes erotica. Yeah. Yes. Um, I've never read any, but I am. Yeah. (laughs) So she had a show on uh, one of the cable channels. Uh, some years back, uh, the Sex Chronicles, which is based off of a book series that she has, uh, all of these things I read back, like in college, like when I got a hold of that, and I was already a reader. That's the mm-hmm. thing. Like I already loved reading, yeah. and I got a hold of those books, and I like I was like, what? Like you know, again, my Aries, Venus, and Mercury were like, oh my goodness. I was like, this is my genre right here. We are just, yeah. the things that were being written about, I was like, now where do we find these kind of parties? Like, where, you know, where, where, where are these things happening? Like, I'm trying to be involved. Like, so what I'm reading right now is probably, and the reason I was, I was hesitant to call it erotica is because like, the sex scenes are kind of few and far between. Like mm-hmm. it does, it, it there's so much. There's a lot of build up, obviously, but like it's yeah. When I imagine, I've never read Zane books, but I imagine that it's just like pretty pretty hardcore shit. Like <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, there's a storyline. I won't okay. say that. Yeah, I mean, there's a story, okay. you know, and all of that. But like when they, you know, this, you know, the sex scenes are satisfying. They're you sexy. know, you know, yeah. yeah. Like it's yeah. You're like ooh, okay. Mm. You know, sometimes you have to take a little break. Like, let mm-hmm. me just, all right. <laughs> like, I'm feeling yes. a little heated. Uh, <laughs> I'm listening to this uh, in public, and now I've got to, I've got to stop. <laughs> got to stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a little break. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, just it was a it was a time. It was a time mm-hmm. in my life. I mean, it was like a thing. I would have to hide my books from my mm-hmm. mom. Because one time yes. she found me reading something. It wasn't even, like, Zane. It wasn't... It was literally, like... I feel like it was, like, Eric Jerome Dickey. And, like, sometimes he had, like, some scenes in his books. But it wasn't, like, heavy like Zane. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she was like, you're reading this trash or whatever. Like, she would always, you know, like, you know, again. A book just, is a book. <laughs> child, no. Well, you know, my mom truly enjoys Jane Austen. And so sure. there's a certain... Which yeah. I do too, but I also enjoy <laughs> same, you know. Why come can't on. we can have both? Duality, okay? Multitudes, you know. okay? We can yes. be chased and be throwing it out, you know, throwing it in a circle. You know, whatever. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> whatever's happening. Now, uh, I will say, do you, I don't know if I've talked to you. I'm sure that I brought this up before, and maybe even when we've talked about this, but do you remember at the place where we worked and the mm-hmm. job that I did and the agency that we had to work with who was frequently there to, like, watch, there was a caseworker who had been there forever. She was old. And she, first of all, she always got my name wrong. She always called me Stacy, which I think is hilarious. But we just were like, you know what? You've had like three heart attacks. I don't know how you're still working here, but you're here. But some people get a pass and it's just, you know, hey. You know what? Go ahead. You can call me Stacy. Anyway, she would come into the room with a, a romance novel from time to time. And I was just like, here, this place where we work with children? Is where you're gonna read your romance novel? Like, can Listen, you not? That's a <laughs> like, hope a lot. They're, they're like the kind that you see at the grocery store with like the sexy men covers. Uh huh. Like, like Danielle like, Steele. Like, yes, exactly. You've yes. got like Fabio on the cover. Yes. Like, yeah. Okay. So my anyway, parents I just always think about her. <laughs> Listen, no, my parents definitely told me that I was named. My middle name is Danielle. My that I was oh. named after Danielle Steele. Like so my mom. <laughs> enjoyed my mom was a scorpio enjoyed reading romance novels <laughs> and apparently okay. enjoyed a little danielle Steele. Okay. and uh <laughs> so. everybody's got it everybody's got their little guilty pleasure and i'm not sure what the truth is, is. <laughs> but well, well you know that's that's one of the stories but yeah <laughs> Everyone loves to get ravaged, you know. Oh, he was ravaging her. Ooh, ooh. Okay, all right. I'll take it. Get a little hot under the collar, you know. (laughs) Steamy. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. Get to a certain age, and men ain't, you know, doing these. They're not ravaging you anymore. You know, they just, you know, they just don't have the energy. Uh, We got to get get that together. That's my goal. Is just. Just to be ravaged forever. Forever. Like, can we make it happen? Just, I don't know. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm like, I need to be getting ravaged now. Uh, I'm going to ravage someone. Um, <laughs> you know, with their consent. With their consent. Um, so, okay. I have a little game for us. Okay. Before we... Or game. Well, maybe not game. I had a little activity for us this episode. The one thing mm-hmm. <laughs> that oh, yes, I the one thing. said that we would do. Um, so we are going to talk about a little, you know, Pisces things. We don't we don't get to talk about Pisces things as much anymore. So um, we're yeah. covering the breadth of astrology and astrology adjacent. Okay. We are, but we are such a Pisces. So come, let's yes. come back to the roots. Let's come back to our roots. So we were gonna we're gonna talk about some celebrities we we love today, and we're gonna you know get into their charts. Um, we're gonna talk about how they're like us, you know. So we're calling this celebrities. They're just like us. They're just like, like us. <laughs> they have birth charts too. They have birth charts too, and we're gonna talk about how we're alike and different, and who the people are. Um, I sent this to Shelby, and I was like, you know. We, we talked about this, like, we know that we're going to have an overlap person. At least one. At, <laughs> At least. least one. <laughs> so I was like, it's fine. Um, so we'll, we'll, um, we'll kind of freestyle and we'll uh, figure out where, 
how we want to do that overlap person. But I think we, okay. I think we'll both have something interesting to share when it comes to that person. So I don't know. Do you want to? Do you want to start out, or do you want me to start out? Sure, I don't mind to start. Okay. Um, let's see. So first, um, I'll I'll throw out this this one, and and we have actually done this person's chart on the podcast before. I, yes. I think it was in an earlier season. Um, but one of my personal favorite Pisces is Tyler the Creator. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. He just I don't know I like I I listen to him. Um, and we're, we're not too far off. We're around the same age, Uh about a year older, but, um, back when like odd future was like a big thing and he was doing, you know, that, um, kind of whole collective with like Frank Ocean and, and Earl Sweatshirt and like all those people. Uh huh. Um, and I really, really liked that style of rap. It was very rebellious. It was very interesting, but talk about someone who has changed their style over the course of like, you know, he's. It really matured a whole lot and then we got flower boy which was like very ahead of its time uh-huh. it was much more mellow um and yeah i just i don't know i just really enjoy his artistry and how it's like grown and and all that sort of thing so yes I i'm gonna cover this. his birth chart <laughs> okay let's talk about it let's talk about it so because we have ta- we've talked about him on the podcast before so i'll just kind of give you the big six yeah. And then talk about whatever I thought was interesting. Yeah. Um, so, of course, he's a Pisces. Uh-huh. Um, he's also a Pisces Mercury, which um, ah, okay. is interesting. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on Pisces Mercury? I feel like that c- communication is... <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got some people on mine, I think, as well, that have a Pisces Mercury. I think it, you know, it, it lends to, like, you know, like that same kind of almost softness in your communication, Mm -hmm. sometimes a little passivity, Mm -hmm. Um, but also the way things that you're communicating about tend to be kind of Piscean Mm -hmm. themes. So like, you know, empathy and compassion and I think, you know, those, it tends to be like that lens in your communication and your thought. Um, So yeah, like, I, I think that's kind of the vibe I get from that Pisces Mercury. Okay. Okay. Yes. Um, let's see. What is his? I forgot to. His rising sign is in here somewhere because we do have what I think is a pretty accurate birth chart. Oh, okay. That's right. The the ascendant is Leo, which you know. Ah, uh huh. I f- mm-hmm. feel like I feel like um I was looking for similarities to my own chart in a lot mm-hmm. of these celebrities, and there was surprisingly, other than the sun sign, like very few pieces of overlap. And I okay. think it's like. There's something to like being a celebrity. Like I know I'm not cut out for that life. Like <laughs> there's there's something in like being really? a celebrity. It's just like this is my birth chart does not indicate that I like want to be in the spotlight in this way. Um, and there's things that point to that here. So, uh-huh. For example, you know the the Leo the Leo rising gives a lot. Yeah, yeah, that definitely gives you know someone who's going to. Be in France. <laughs> yes. Um, but then also kind of juxtaposed to that is the Scorpio moon, which I think is also very interesting. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. A little um, dark and stormy. <laughs> a little dark and stormy in there, yeah. Uh, also with the Aries Venus. So again, that is very similar to your chart. Not 
mine, but, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. like, okay, it's, it's sexy over there. Yeah. And then we also have a Gemini Mars, which um, to me is gives a little bit of a fuckboy vibe. Oh, yeah. Remember we talked about Gemini Mars and was it the red flags or the cheaters? One of the two, maybe both. One of those, yeah. Um, it's a, yeah. It's a red flag. <laughs> For sure. That Gemini Mars is, mm, it's not one you want to see. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also went through and looked at, like, you know, the houses and, and that kind yeah. of thing. Um, his son is in the eighth house. Um, Moon is in the fourth house. Yeah, I didn't, I just, again, not a whole lot of overlap with mine. Love okay. Me. Different, interesting things. Um, now, so I also was looking at some of the aspects, and again, not really a ton of overlap with mine. But yeah. This is the aspects are something that is still like hard for me to grasp. grasp okay. A little okay. Bit. So I'm like, a square is generally good, right? A square is a challenging aspect. Okay. Oh, okay. Never mind then. All right. I don't know. Um, it does. Like, I mean, it, some people like squares. They like that kind of, it, it's kind of friction energy. Like, you know, if you enjoy that, some people don't enjoy that kind of friction. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so just off the top here, I know he has his, his son is conjunct Mercury. Okay. Um, and a conjunction is... Conjunction is, conjunction is amplified. So conjunction's the strongest aspect, and so it's amplified because they're in the same place, technically. Oh, okay. With, you know, okay. varying degrees, but they're in the same place. Okay, so that's the Pisces... The Pisces, Mercury, and Sun. Okay. Uh huh. Place, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. What else? We also have. Okay, we have a Sun square Mars. Okay. So his Mars is either in what Sag or oh Gemini. Yeah, Gemini. you said Gemini. Gemini. That's right. Yes. 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 Um. I'm trying to think of what else would be interesting. I think. Um. Hmm. This is also like this is helpful because this is an astrology lesson again for me because i'm always just like which one is which there's some um, a couple of oppositions but they're like way down here oh mars opposed lil is opposing lilith okay that's interesting that is interesting so you know <laughs> so you so the way you look at it in order is kind of like conjunctions oppositions i think then squares trying sextiles then you get into like the kind of lower aspects um, or the kind of minor, more minor aspects. Um, gotcha. So oppositions are, that's a strong aspect. Um, but you know that, of course, it's that intensity, that magnetic, like mm-hmm. push pull kind of all of that. Yeah. Hmm. So that what were, what was an opposition? Uh, Jupiter. Oh, wait, no. That's not, I said Mars is opposing Lilith. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That is interesting because so, okay. Some of the things I've been reading recently about Lilith kind of generalizing that energy is like, it's like the female version of Pluto. Uh, And I was like, okay, I like that kind of concept. That's, that's easier to conceptualize. Yeah. 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 And so if you have a Mars opposing that kind of energy, that's, within yourself or with anyone else like that's some pretty intense uh energy existing especially that that male female like 
strong, intense sexual power, like all of those themes come up. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense to me as well because I know just, again, I don't know a ton, a ton about his personal life, but I know there's been some like, like his kind of earlier stuff um, got very criticized for being like a little bit homophobic in a lot of ways and now he's mm. come out as bisexual and so it's like it, you can mm, kind of see that interesting okay that's interesting yeah in the music yeah okay okay so i see that's just one little thing um let's see what else there's also his jupiter is in opposition to his north node okay oh mm. what does that give interesting. you so I mean, well, okay, here's the thing. So Jupiter, <laughs> Jupiter aspects, I feel like Jupiter and Venus kind of are similar. Like they're rare, more rare to have bad, bad, you know, if you will, I'm doing air quotes aspects <laughs> because of course no aspects are bad, but of sure. course there are some that are more challenging. More challenging. Yeah. Yeah. Venus is known to even when they're in, when Venus is in a square or whatnot to still not be like too bad it's like oh you know it's like yeah it's not it's kind of more weak um so jupiter because jupiter is like sort of uh i don't know i think about it as like party energy (laughs) (laughs) i know that's not exactly expansion and uh uh-huh you know excess expansion abundance but it's also like the not like knowledge and learning and Mm -hmm. uh gaining of wisdom um, and so all of that energy, that growth, um, and so you have growth in opposition of your destiny, mm-hmm. your point, you know, um, so that's an interesting, it just sounds, you know, I have to look, I'd have to kind of like do a little search and see what I could read up on just that particular aspect, mm-hmm. but that is, yeah, that's an interesting aspect to me but of course again that opposition goes both ways so there are like positives to it yeah yeah. okay so that is an interesting because now i'm looking so there's jupiter is in opposition to the north node but jupiter is also in opposition to saturn Mm. which saturn is you know yeah a little more challenging (laughs) Yeah, sad. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. So yeah. some some interesting lessons probably in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Life lessons that he's had to learn. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, celebrities, they're just like us. They also have to mm-hmm. learn lessons. Everybody's got something to learn. Oh boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that that's Tyler. So I won't I won't spend too much more time on him. But I'm curious. Uh, do you want to do you want to give us your first one? Okay, okay, my first one. None of these should be a surprise to anyone, probably. But you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I probably talked about all of these people at some point. Um, so there are some interesting things that came out of this, though. But okay, we'll get there. Um, <laughs> the the celebrity that's probably the most ish. I don't know. The first two are most ish, like me. Um, the first is Janae Aiko. Um, oh, yes. We have talked about this just a little you bit. You know, you know, before. I love Janae. Yes, um, I love feel her. like we're the same person. I think when I did this, I felt more like we're the same person. 
though <laughs> we are not the same person, but like we're just we have some very interesting and strong similarities. I do think if we ever met, we would be very fast friends um, <laughs> because I think just the things that are similar are very similar. Um, but no, I, th- I think I connected. It's interesting. I connected with her music more some years back when my Aquarius friend put me on because she's, you know, the music person. So yes. she knows all the things and all the people. And so we saw her live at the Essence Festival some years ago. And it was just like such a vibe. And I was like, wait, who is this girl? Like, okay, I love her. And so, you know, and it was in one of the smaller rooms too. So it was just like closer and, you know, they had the lights and it was just like, okay, this, wait a minute, hold on. This feels like my kind of vibe. And so that just like that experience in itself made me just instantly like a Janae stan. And so since then we have been vibing out together Um and so, you know, the more, the more I learn about Janae, I'm just like, oh, yep, just, yeah, I'll be the same way. I, you know, I'd say the same things, the music, all the stuff, everything. It's very me. Um, <laughs> so, um, also we, she's also a sound healer and I'm like, again, Janae, let's get together. Let's, you know, do some sound healing. Okay. Let's talk about the astrology. <laughs> so Janae has a sun in Pisces at 26 degrees um, and a moon in Pisces at 16 degrees. Um, so that's a similarity between the two of us. We are both Pisces, sun and moon. My sun is at 29 degrees and my moon is at 20 degrees, which would make our suns and moons conjunct with each other. So one of the things I did with this, which was kind of fun, I, um, when I went and got their birth chart information, I actually plugged it in to my astro.com and then I did a synastry chart between oh, us. I should have done that. I, I almost that. texted you to do that. I was like, I wonder, well, we'll see what you, I was just like, I'm not going to give you too much instruction. I want you to just do what you want to do with it. <laughs> but yeah, like I was just like, let's just, let's see what this pulls up. So that's one of the, you know, the strong things about, you know, our charts, like the suns and moons are conjunct. Um, and so, and they're, you know, some close conjunctions. So very, very uh, interesting. So she also has a Mercury and North node in Pisces. Um, and so she's got a Pisces stellium. So I'm like, oh, I very much feel that. Like, it's just very, you know, gentle kind of like, but she can get kind of, you know, spicy too. Like she, she has her little spicy moments, but other than that, she's just like vibing. (laughs) You're, you're having a, you're having a time over there. I know. I'm sorry. Dogs are barking like crazy. I'm going to try and edit as much of it out as possible. (laughs) It's all good. Life, life happens. Um, so I was like, okay, this was also the, the Mercury in Pisces. That's so I'm like, okay, her and Tyler have this in common. Um, also, okay, this is another thing I pulled out. Her, ner- her North Node conjuncts my moon. 
Oh, that's right. Oh, okay. So I'm remembering looking at this chart now. So her sun and moon are at 26 degrees and 16 degrees. And then her north node actually sits in between, I think at 23 degrees. And so her north node conjuncts my moon, um, which I was, you know, reading about. And it says, you know, it's a very beautiful aspect in synastry. It's very like soothing to the soul. And like, there's like a strong emotional bond and supportive. And uh, there's a sense that the relationship has like a higher purpose. And I'm like, oh, see, we out here doing sound healing together, healing the masses. Yes. Yes. Okay. You really could be friends with her. Like, I'm what? like, we really could be friends though. <laughs> Um, her Venus is in Taurus. I was like, very cute, you know, very, you know, at home placements. <laughs> yes. Um, she has a Sagittarius ascendant. Somebody else here also, I think, I think has a Sag ascendant, um, on my list. I'm like, okay. I think all of my, all of my people have a, a fire ascendant on this list, oh, which was interesting. an interesting, you know, correlation, but uh, <laughs> right. Okay. Like all these fire energies. Um, I said, feels very compatible. Oh, this feels very compatible with her man who is an airy son. And then I said, side note, his chart is also interesting. They share the Mercury and North node placement in Pisces. And he also has a Cancer Moon. I was like, big softy, like big shine, oh, big softy. That's really <laughs> right. sweet, actually. That's a really nice, uh, like, compliment to an Aries, an Aries. Song. Right. I was like, okay, look at you, shine. Okay, I see you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, she also has a Cap Stellium. So a lot of her like outer planets and stuff like that are in Capricorn. Um, and maybe some of the middle. Uh, so she's she's got a Pisces stellium. She's got a Capricorn stellium. So, you know, she's making money with her softness yes, <laughs> and her sweetness. We love, that for her. <laughs> we love it. Um, let's see. She also has a Mars conjunct Jupiter, which I said, wait, was this? No, I would have put that note in there. Okay. It says creates dynamic and lively energy between people excitement passion and zest for life i'm trying to remember if i put that in there as that was an aspect that was in our synastry or if that was her aspect but i don't remember now so <laughs> just an interesting interesting note there um and then i think i said yeah if i think if we ever met i think we'd be fast friends we'd be out here healing the collective together while vibing out, smoking a J later, you know, just riding around. I don't know. <laughs> I think that, yeah, I like that. I like we that for have... you. I hope it happens one day. I know, right? I'm like, Janae, hey, girl. <laughs> just good, good, good friends. Okay, that's that's my first person. Who you want to go to next? Well, um, let's take a quick break okay and then come back for um the our final pair and then the one that we share yes 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 <laughs> welcome back y'all now we have a very squirmy dog we have a very special guest kima do you want to say anything no oh like, get me out of here <laughs> <laughs> She's like okay, talking about so in captivity. <laughs> <laughs> right, I know. I'm sorry. 
Poor girl. <laughs> anyway, um, so are you ready for my next celebrity Pisces? I'm ready. This one I actually um, didn't really realize until I started kind of looking into it. But I don't know why. I just kind of vibe with her general vibe. Mm-hmm. So here it is. Uh, Drew Barrymore. <gasps> Oh, Drew Barrymore. Okay, I have a thing. Oh, you <laughs> Drew have a thing? Barrymore. Do you want to do? You want to tell me the thing? Okay, it's really it's not long. Um, okay, I just you know I remember hearing something about Drew Barrymore having a talk show, and I've never seen it, but I saw mm-hmm. a clip, uh, and I can't even remember who her guest was on the show, but it just really made it just tickled me because I was just like, this is exactly how I saw a talk show from Drew Barrymore because like the person was sitting on the couch and she's like sitting facing them cross-legged oh. on the couch. Yes. Yes. And I was like, that's so, so Drew Barrymore. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. I picked her because like, I, I don't know. I know she, I, I'm sure she has things, but there is like, she has some things like that that are very, like, that's something I would do. I would yes. sit on the couch cross-legged and look at you. Just like, like, I'm here I'm for you, friend. To... I'm supporting yeah. you. I'm right here with you. Like... I have a show, but I'm not, like, making a show about it. I'm just, like, looking at you. Right. Like, fuck this setup. Like, blocking <laughs> yeah. and stage shit. Like, I'm going to sit right up on you. Like, yes. and face you. Yes. I it's do. Just... I feel like... That's relatable content. It, I mean, it's very Piscean. I'm like, she is one of us. There's many okay. people. I'm like, she, they're one of us. They're one of us. <laughs> they're one of us. So here, there, she has a lot of placements that I found interesting. Ooh. Um, particularly, so um, she is a Cancer Moon. I am a Cancer oh, Rising. Oh, yes. She is also a Gemini Ascendant. Hmm, Okay. And I'm a Gemini moon, so I'm just okay. like, oh, okay, okay, take a little switch. I like <laughs> yeah. it. I like it. Um, but yeah, I think she's like, I don't know. I I feel like I struggle with this balance of I when I think of Gemini's, I think of a lot of things, but like also just being very chatty, very social, whatever, mm-hmm. and like that juxtaposed with Piscean like. Sometimes the world is just too much. I just want to be inside. I don't mm-hmm. want to like. Yeah. Don't want to deal. The, the balance of those two things or like the way that I feel so strongly one way or the other most of the time is also very uh, Drew Barrymore-esque. Yes. Okay. Just, yes. Um, she also has a Mercury in Aquarius. Um, so as you know, I have like heavy Aquarius placements. Mm-hmm. My, my Venus and Mars. Mm-hmm. Um, she also has a Venus in Pisces, which I think is interesting. So that is an, uh, someone else, someone else has that too. Um, or something I was looking at recently. So Venus or yes, Venus is exalted in Pisces. Um, if we remember from our, our dignities. So that is a very nice placement going along with some very nice other placements for her. Like just nice charts. Yeah, she, yeah, sometimes you just look at a chart. Like, there's no bad charts, but sometimes right. you look at a chart and you're like, wow. You have some nice. really harmonious kind of placements that are just, yeah, that's like, that's really nice for you. I love that for you. <laughs> okay, here's another one. She also has Mars and Capricorn. Oh, okay. Begin to the money. I see it. Like, <laughs> so, right. 
Right. Or about your business, you know. She ended up she works. where she did. Yeah. <laughs> okay. She works. Exactly. Um, let's see. What else do we have here? So, Sun is in the 10th house. Okay. Um, Again. Let's see. Mm. There's really... The moon is in opposition to Mars. Okay. But that is, I think, the only... Oh, and then Neptune is opposing her ascendant. But those are the only oppositions in her chart. Um, hmm. Okay. Sun is square of the North Node. Um, but yeah, anyway, I'm okay. just kind of looking over her chart. But really, I just I kind I just picked her because I'm like I don't know. She seems cool. She's like had a very troubled childhood, being a, a child actor. Yeah. She's definitely been through some trauma, but also she's very like. Again, she's got a talk show now. She like seems. Like she's in a good place. She's not usually causing problems. Yeah, uh, you know, unproblematic. We we used to love a Drew Barrymore film, mm-hmm. like um, just all of them. Just very never been kissed. You know, just yeah. very my childhood, mm-hmm. my you know preteenhood and <laughs> teenage. And I was just like Drew Barrymore. She just gets me. Um, yeah. <laughs> Drew Barrymore and like Mandy Moore. I was just like that was oh very me like. <laughs> Like just in my feelings, but anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, she's that's some nice, some nice placements, nice harmonious things mm-hmm. happening there. Okay, Drew, I'm here for it. Yes, okay, we love to see. Okay, it. all right, give me, give me your next one. Okay, <clears throat> so you know, my next one is is Badu. Ah, yes, of course, of course. I knew that I could. The next one I picked, I was like, all right, it's cool if we have one overlap. I was yes. like, I, I cannot do this one because <laughs> Christine will. But again, you would have connected to different things. So of it course. just, you know, it, it would have been yeah. fine. Now, the interesting thing that came up was the, was in this chart when I did the Sinistry. There was things came up. So we'll oh, get to it in a okay. second. So Erica Badu is also a Pisces Sun and Moon, which I think I often forget. Um, and you know, she has some other placements that don't lend as much. Well, again, and Janae has a Pisces stellium, so it's slightly different. Um, she's a little more heavy on that softer energy than Mm -hmm. Badu, but it, it makes sense once you get into it. So, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, she has a Sag rising Mm -hmm. and an Aquarius Mercury. Mm -hmm. There, there it is. Uh, I was like, yeah. somebody else had that Aquarius Mercury. Aquarius Mercury. Um, so in my first, like, when I was thinking about this, I was like, I just feel like if I had a conversation with her, I would just, like, be soaking up, like, all of her knowledge, like mm-hmm. a sponge, like, mm-hmm. she'd be, like, my guide or something, <laughs> um, yes. you know, and, you know, I just always took with me, you know, the quotes, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. And I'm like, that just, yeah. hello. I'm sensitive about my shit. I'm sensitive shit. about my shit now, you know. I see sun and moon coming Come on, real hard. come on. <laughs> I was like, see, that's why I vibe with it so hard forever. Like, that's yeah. right there. Um, <laughs> so those were my initial things. So, okay, when I got into her astrology. So her sun is at 7 degrees Pisces. Her moon is at 19 degrees. So, again, our moons would be conjunct or are conjunct with each other. Um so not only, I saw this and was very excited for her, not only does she have a Jupiter domicile, uh, which means it's in Sagittarius, mm-hmm. 
but it is also conjunct her ascendance. Okay. And so okay. that is very auspicious. Like, you know, like a Jupiter conjunct your ascendant, like, and it's in Sagittarius. Like, you know, that's just like a very good luck energy. Just, you know, mm-hmm. you've got a lot of. Just a lucky luck just, girl. Yeah. Just like a lot of cool things happening. Um, you know, if you can sell an incense that smells like your pussy, like. Oh my God. <laughs> And it's sellouts, never, okay? N- like, never related multiple times <laughs> like, yeah. like, hello? Hello? Yeah. Um, so, also, okay, she has a Venus in Capricorn, and her Mars is also in Sag. So, mm. the Mars okay. and the Ascendant are in the same sign. So, my moon, we'll get into a little sinistry, my moon is square her Mars. So when you're looking into this, it's like, this could be, could be sexual. And I was like, Ooh, all right. All right. Now. (laughs) All right. Um, it's like intense sexual tension and potential for emotional conflict, uh, could be a little combative energy. I was like, Ooh, okay. Like it's intense and it's sexual and it's combative. Like, well, I don't know. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Again, very (laughs) toxic. So that was the first red flag with me and Erica, okay? <laughs> Y'all would not vibe, unfortunately. So unfortunately, really as, well. as much as our moons were conjunct and we're emotionally vibing and we're very, you know, like there's other energy that very, you know, much draws us in. Mm-hmm. Moon square Mars. Ooh. Um, so which is, I think you just brought up that aspect too in someone else's chart but it's it within their own yeah. yeah and so yeah. that kind of creates that tension again between how you feel and what you're doing um <laughs> yes and so you know when sinistry it's a watch out so now here's the second red flag my son is opposite her pluto and when I say opposite, oh, I do, I do get into it later in this little <laughs> paragraph that I wrote. So, um, so of course we know my sign is, my son is Pisces. I'm a Pisces at 29 degrees. Her Pluto is at 28 degrees of Virgo. Oh. So, of course that is opposition and is very strong opposition as a one degree orb. Um, now the last time, so there's two things, we'll get to the Pluto part, but so the last time, you know, I had a a person who had a 28 degree Virgo was, Mm -hmm. you know, my Virgo friends, you know, (laughs) and that energy is very intense in and of itself, right? Just that polarity. Um, so let's talk about the sun being opposite Pluto. So we know that Pluto interactions can be very intense. Um, And so there's also, you know, part of the thing with Pluto, there's also a strong attraction and magnetism to that. Um, So there's there's a draw for us to to come together um, or be very curious about each other. Um, But there's, you know, there's the other side. So many believe the Pluto person has the upper hand between the two of them 
Um, okay. It does depend on the sign, but, you know, this is a Pluto Virgo versus Sun Pisces. So probably still, yes. Like, yes. Um, and so I said, this might actually be a tough aspect for me to take. <laughs> I was like, you know, I don't know, Erica. I don't know, sis. Um, it's, you know, a transformed relationship, but could be very love-hate. Um, and these relationships tend to end in destruction. So should the relationship end, there's usually no, like, return to friendship. There's no, like, there's nothing. It's it's done. Okay. Uh, so if you're able to transform together, it'll be a struggle along the way. Um, so very, you know, I said a very tricky placement after my last Pluto interaction. Um, yes. I would leave this alone. Um, <laughs> So maybe not for you. Yeah. So now here's the other thing that I took from that. Now, I don't know. I didn't do the synastry of all these other men, but you know, Erica has been known to be this like very Plutonian almost person in these rappers and probably mm-hmm. other people's lives. Like they always come out very changed. They're doing yes. different music. Like, So I kind of wonder if other people's now, you know, it makes me want to dig a little further, you know, and see like what their sinistry is. And like, I wonder if her Pluto has had some kind of aspect or something, you know, to these, these, you know, men's charts that she's, you know, changed their lives. That would make sense. (laughs) That would make sense. Huh. That's fascinating. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you covered I'm glad you covered her. Again, I think we would have identified with different things, but Yeah. Um yeah. Okay, I, lo- I love to see it. Yes. So, that's that's my, you know, deal with Erica. So, I guess we should not meet. Um cuz I might be destroyed in the process. <laughs> we can't have that now. We can't have that. I'd be rebirthed, but oh goodness. <laughs> I'm like I can't do another to get Pluto. To do the work. That I was like, oh no! <laughs> I was like, no, Erica, no, no we're not gonna be able to. Well, meet. at least you and Janae would vibe. Me like, and Janae, me and Janae. You can't have everybody. Yeah, know? hey, you can't <laughs> win them all. <laughs> uh, speaking of winning them all, do we want to, you know, go ahead and, and compare notes for the the Pisces? Let's do it. Yes. <laughs> all right. So of course. Um, personal fave. We we picked. We both picked Rihanna. <laughs> yes, Riri. Yes. So this is. I just. I. I'm sure we've looked at her chart before, but it's been a while. Yeah. And I'm just like I. There's so many things that I'm like, oh wow, and especially looking at all three of these like, Pisces women specifically and ourselves, um, but like just to see how they all vary is fascinating it's very cool right i think it's interesting plays out in their personalities especially so i'm particular i'm looking at all of rihanna's aries placements like oh yeah Uh she's like so she just like you got it yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah yes um i mean that was definitely one of the things i pulled out with rihanna of course is like you know i really relate hard to (laughs) that you know, I, I I would say, and this is, well, it's somewhere in here. Okay, yeah. So Rihanna's son is at one degree of Pisces. So that is significant, too, because I feel like she pulls a lot of 
probably still pulls a lot of Aquarian energy. Like, of course, yes. she pulls a lot of Aries energy, and we see that. Mm-hmm. But almost, you almost don't see as much Pisces. Like, it's in there, but it's like mm-hmm. she also kind of is at that edge of there's probably right. still some Aquarian kind of vibes with the what she does very forward very future mm-hmm. thinking like think about her fashion shows and things like that like just mm-hmm. very avant-garde or very just different like you just went yes. kind of left and I loved it like you know like yeah like so yeah. that one degree of Pisces is like you know we're just tipping into that you know Piscean energy still mm-hmm. got a lot more Aquarius energy and again a whole lot a whole lot of Aries <laughs> going on yes. a whole lot of areas and I, I i think i always i think i'm just yeah i i identify with a little bit of the the aquarian energy just mm-hmm. those, those placements um of course the yeah the aries does she have an aries aries venus and mercury or something she, has she has an aries moon venus and um ascendant oh yes sorry i don't know mm-hmm. why you just said her aquarius or her Mercury was in Aquarius. That article is hitting now. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. So that, I mean, she gets that like very strong, you know, aggressive sexual energy. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and I'd be feeling that so hard. I'm like, see, I feel, uh, yes, girl. Okay. I relate <laughs> so hard. Like, you know, I feel like I'm okay when I see Rihanna. I'm like, see, it's all right. Um, I, love it. I love it. I identify with it very heavily. Especially but I, this, this particular stage of life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Now, one of the things I did say that I was curious about was that she has a, because she's got the Aries Venus and the Aries Moon. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder about like relationship wise and like when, you know, love wise, like how those things work together. Because almost that moon, you know, you think about Aries, Aries is really excitable and decide to start things not really great it's consistency and finishing them and then that's kind of how you're emotionally (laughs) connecting and then of course then you also have your venus is in that same kind of energy (laughs) so does it speak to like short-lived relationships or like it's like hey i'm cool like this was fun for a while and now it's you know (laughs) I don't know. It's so interesting because, like, you've seen her in the media with a lot of different people and having a lot of different relationships. Mm-hmm. But also now she seems pretty settled. So, like, I also that's all of a sudden I want to look at ASAP Rocky's chart so bad. Okay. <laughs> like, what is? Ooh, I'm telling you, we might have to do a follow up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's yes. a note for a later episode. Yes. Like celebrity partners. <laughs> Yes, yes. Um, he's a celebrity in his own right. Yes, right, right. Well, yes, yes, but you know, just in relation to right. Him. <laughs> it's right. like we're not talking about him. We're just—he's just a man in relationship he's, to relate Rihanna. Really just a guy. He's just a guy. We don't care. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so, okay, what else did I see? Um, Okay, I think I talked a little bit about synastry. Did you want to point out any other, you know, did you want to, I didn't want to start talking uh, about all of my points. No, you're good. <laughs> I think that was um, most of what I had anyway. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really have a whole lot. Just, you know, she's, you know, she's our Pisces, Aries queen. Um, okay. One of the synastry things that I saw was that we didn't have as much 
like strong we didn't have as many like um like conjunctions oppositions things like that um so there's more I think with her I saw more squares in our chart and then I saw more like trines and sextiles that kind of thing um so I didn't get into all of those because that just takes too much time to go into (laughs) Um, but we did have, uh, my Mercury is conjunct or ascendant. And so some of what I was reading talked about, like, I would have influence over how she would see herself and her actions. And then the vice versa would be, she would have influence over the way I would think and express myself. That's how that little, little energy with work. Um, we talked about her Aquarius Mercury, um, her Mercury is conjunct my Jupiter. Mm-hmm. And then I said she would be able to connect me to opportunities for expansion and explore my areas of interest. And I'm like, sure, absolutely. Yes, <laughs> I was like, of course. Priyanka could definitely connect me to opportunities for expansion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, say less. Um, and then she has a Sag Mars. Um, so it's like, you know, she just has a very, a whole lot of very fiery sexual energy. <laughs> That's also, was that one of the red flags when we did, or the cheaters? Or probably it's, yeah, probably. I mean, you know, Mars. we know Sag Moon was one. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, I mean, just, you know, like Sag Mars yeah. is on the move. Like they're not, yeah. <laughs> they're not stopping for anybody. Um, so yeah, she... <laughs> She's like, you know, maybe not unless she finds the right person into that, you know, relationship thing. So maybe, you know, yeah, we need to look at their charts. Maybe there's some North Node action going on. Maybe. Mm -hmm, Yeah, maybe. Also, I said she has a Pisces North Node, um, which in the synastry was also conjunct my moon. And I said, I meant to be friends with these women, except for Badu. I'm not meant to be friends with Badu. It could still be an intriguing meeting. It would be great to meet her and get away because if we we lock eyes too much, you're like, oh, you know, like, I don't know, like, I'd be sucked in and I'd be getting, I'd be soaking all the knowledge and stuff. And then, you know, later, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I hope, I hope, I I hope we get to know one day. These are, these are all of my fantasies now that I've run our our synastry charts with these celebrities. (laughs) Everyone has their own little meet cute moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, just been a, this has been a fun little exercise, I think. Yes. Okay, one thing I have to say. Yes. All of the celebrities that we brought to the table today. Yes. Just dream, dream blunt rotation. Oh <laughs> wow! And see, but and all sit on the couch like Drew and like just like have this little couch. We're all like staggered and we're just like around mm-hmm. hanging and like smoking and like oh it's oh such a vibe like oh yeah. come on Everybody now in the group is such a vibe in their own particular yes. way including us with I this would room like to... and we'll get the drew barrymore <laughs> like decor collection yes. and you know like we all you know all very creative and musicians and like you know bring janae we'll do the sound balls we'll get to mm-hmm. healing we'll just do all the things you know mm-hmm. girl that'll be a time Man, we would have a fantasy. time, okay? <laughs> there we go. That is a fantasy. Let's make mm-hmm. it happen. Come on. Let's 
make it happen. I'm manifesting it. Manifesting it's happen one it. Day for us. Okay. They're all gonna hear this episode of the podcast and make it happen. And we're gonna all come together. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's put it into the so universe. Mm. Can't wait. <laughs> it's on the way. It's on the way. <laughs> Okay, well, all that being said, I feel like we, we parlayed this little uh, shoot-the-shit moment into into a cute little episode. Yes, see, we always make something happen. We always make something happen. Something out of nothing. Okay. So, um, okay, now we did give you a poll this week, okay? Yes. So <laughs> tell us. So share, share your things, okay? Um, so we'll have the poll up with the episode... And I will, you know, try try my very best to remember to actually post it on Instagram um, <laughs> during the it's, week. And I don't, I don't think it is it too late to vote for last week's as well. It's it's not too late, but uh, I just haven't put it up there. Um, okay. <laughs> so okay. I don't know how the weekend engagement works, so I'm like, you know, we'll 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 float back and see. We'll we might do two next we'll week. See. We'll see how how we do. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll just, we'll double up. Um, so we'll do that. And, um, you know, if you guys want to reach out, Mm -hmm. comments, questions, requests for readings, hit us up. Um, our email is such a Pisces pod at gmail.com. And that is spelled S U C H A P I S C E S P O D at gmail.com and per usual you can also find us at such a pisces pod on instagram tiktok facebook threads twitter any place you have podcast stuff or social media that's where we are at such a pisces pod yes it's eight eighteen right now i love it that Ooh. is you know that's my time i've been seeing eight eighteen a lot <gasps> lately okay. too and so you know they're trying to communicate all right so uh (laughs) (laughs) what a message you know as we go out you know um so i would say stay safe in these streets and definitely protect your energy (laughs) and i gotta say it with with honor and respect Uh, to rap shit i know seduce and scheme safely do it safely y'all because you just you <laughs> might get canceled out here i don't you know what's canceled ah. for two seasons ah. bam bye y'all bye y'all <laughs>